We are going to now start Mishnah Chof. Let's begin. Very important Mishnah. Mishnah says like this. Kol machloikes. Okay? Any machloket. Any argument. Right? Any dispute. Shehil l'shem shomayim. That is l'shem shomayim which we have to understand. What does it mean? A dispute? L'shem shomayim. We'll discuss. Okay? So any machloikes which is l'shem shomayim. Soifa l'skayim. Will eventually uh, be miskayim will endure. Okay? V'she'ein l'shem shomayim. If it is a machlokes that is not l'shem shomayim, ain't soif l'skayim. Will not eventually endure, will fall apart, and that will be the end of that. Now, asks the Mishnah, the obvious question, Ezi machlokes, shim shem shomayim. We look at machlokes as the most worst thing in the world, which it is and was and always will be. It's the most terrible thing to have a machlokes. Uh, you look around at people's families sometimes. There's, you know, somebody died, there was a Yerusha, and it caused a split with the entire family. This was a family that was like a close-knit family. They had a connection with each other. They went out Sunday afternoon together. Family, it was beautiful. And all of a sudden, a bissel gelt, and everything goes wild. And all of a sudden, everyone, this one doesn't talk to that one, that doesn't talk to that one. You've, you've broken apart a family for a bit of money. If you think about it, it makes no sense. Like, seriously, isn't your family worth more than a little bit of money? Apparently not. Or, they just never thought about it. On the other hand... And I know personally people like this, that when there was a shayla with money, with Yerushas and inheritance, whatever it was, they said, you know something? I'd rather be Mavata. Yeah, but your money and you're meant to get it and more money will be there. No, no, you know what? I'd rather have my relationship with my brother, with my family, with my aunt, with my this, that, and the other maybe. Because we value who we are connected to. Machlikas is a terrible thing. Machlikas causes, as we know, as we're going to mention, some of the worst results ever. But yet sometimes we don't fail to not get involved or to spark or ignite or fan the flames of Machlaikis, which is, of course, a terrible thing as well. But anyway, the question of the mission is like this, okay? Give us an example of a Machlaikis which was actually Shem Shemaim. The Shem Shemaim means it was for the sake of heaven. That means when they argued, it wasn't because they were arguing for the sake of arguing. They were arguing because it's the Shem Shemaim. What is that? Zumachlaikis Hillel Vishamai. Now, you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. Anyone that's learned any Mishnayas, any Gemaras, knows that all over Shas, we have a Machlekes B'Shamah B'Shelel. Now, we have to think for a moment, go back in time, a few thousand years. And imagine the school of B'Shamah, the school of B'Shelel, right? There were two yeshivas, two different ways of thinking. I once gave a Hoshe, I think it was on Hanukkah. We went through like about eight places in Shas, that there's a Machlekes B'Shelel B'Shamah, and we explained how they work. In other words, what's the logic behind Beis Hillel and what's the logic behind Beis Shammai. But that's not for now. The point is, we know there's always a Machlokes Beis Shammai Selam. And you don't even have to go over there. There's a Machlokes Rabbi Hudun Rabbi Shemun. There's a Machlokes all over Shas. You find Machlokes everywhere. What is it about Klali? So you have to argue? That's what it is. Two Jews, three opinions. Halavai three, right? Everyone has to argue. has to make a thing, you know? <laughs> Everything we do is an argument. A Jew answers a question with a question, right? There always has to be like, why? So, to not argue on the person. In other words, if we would have seen Beishamay and meet each other, you know, at Talmud's Hasana, they would have hugged and kissed each other. They loved each other. There's no question about it. They may have argued with their mahalach of learning. They may have argued with their look at life and halacha and how they looked at certain things and because of that they said no you're wrong we do it this way but there was so much love between them because it was the Shem Shemayim 
when you have a machlokes that's a shem shemayim, there's no real, you know, I, I don't want to say names because I don't want to get into trouble, but there were two very, very big gedolim in America years back, not that many years ago, that was known to be that there was a big argument about certain things. One of them, for example, was a mechitza. There were various shilas that they argued about fiercely. The problem became when the Hasidim, when the Talmidim got involved, then all of a sudden everything went crazy. And people often look at, Machlokes, I thought these are Gedolim. Yeah, the massive Gedolim, Sadiqe Oilim, no Shaila. But it wasn't them, it was the, you know, the next generation, it was the Talmidim and, 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 and the Hasidim that got involved, that started to do all sorts of things that made problems in the sense that it caused the Machlokes to be, it caused the Machlokes to be, that it was a bad machlokas, but it wasn't essentially a bad machlokas. Why not? Because they loved each other, they cared for each other, but they were arguing in a certain point in halacha. That's fine. When you when you're learning with your chavrusa, and you learn the mishnah this way, and he learns it that way, and you arguing with him, does that mean you don't love him? No, of course you love him. You care about him until the world. But I just disagree with how you learned. That doesn't mean that I don't love you, and that's a very important thing. And that means it's l'shem shemayim. If you want to look around at Machlaikas and you want to see, is it the Shem Shemaim or not? Are they really arguing the Shem Shemaim? Do they love each other? Do they care about each other? Or do they actually hate each other? Which would be a terrible thing and that shows it's obviously not the Shem Shemaim. Okay? Hillel and Shammai loved each other. They argued for the sake of the Torah. They argued for the sake of Kiddush Hashem. They argued for the sake of Kima Locha, Kima Torah, whatever it may be. They loved Hashem and they loved each other. That was not the cause of their Machlaikas. Let's skip now to the next part of the Mishnah. What is an example of a machloikis that is not the shem shemaim? Zumachloikis koyach v'chol adosai. Okay, koyach and his congregation and his people, his company, argued against Moshe Rabbeinu, and that was a serious argument. What was the result of that? The result of that was being swallowed up in the in the earth. Something that was prepared already from. As the Mishnah tells us in Perkyovus, we learned it over here not so long ago. It was prepared with Sheshish Mibarashis, and that was the cause, that was the result. When the result is that, you know what that is. Now, Machloikis is one of the most terrible things in Kalal Yisrael. It, it, it's so bad that it causes terrible, terrible things of a person. And like we saw Solanta once said, you know, people argue often because they're very much a Balgaiva. Or a very selfish person. Everything's about themselves and they want to be right. They're not willing to listen to another side. And by the way, in a minute we're going to get to the marriage courses and the marriage ideas. We always try to fit in, you know, how this applies to the Mishnah. I think this is also a very important idea. When it comes to marriage, or any relationship for that matter, it's very important to try to understand somebody else's perspective. And in a machloikas, it's very hard to do that. When you're involved in a machloikas, when you're involved in, a, in an argument, you're so heated up, you're so into it, it's so difficult to hear somebody else's side. And that's what you have to be aware of, to make sure that you try to listen to somebody else, see where they're coming from, and understand what that's all about. There's a modig in shalom. The nesiva shalom brings the ma'ore naim, that brings a fascinating insight into the inner mechanics of how a machloikas works. And he says, he says, Chazal tell us, that means the connection between Klalisol and Hashem is bridged through the Torah. And it says the Ma'orinayim, listen to this, Rabbi said, it's amazing, the Siva Shalom brings it on Perkyovis. There are 600,000 letters in a Sefer Torah. And of course, that responds to the 600,000 Shoshay Neshama of Klalisol. 
which means that every single yid is connected to a specific ois, a letter, in the Sefer Torah. And through that letter, the hashpog comes down to him from the upper world and down into this world with all the bracha that it provides. But that's only if the ois is part of the whole Sefer Torah. If the Sefer Torah is missing one ois, the whole thing is possible. It doesn't have the same hashpa, the same kedusha, doesn't have the same bracha. When Kalal Yisrael are together as a unit, ba'achtos, there's hashpa, there's bracha, there's beautiful things that come out of it. When a yid is in a machloikas, says the Ma'ori Naim, he takes himself out of the rest of Kalal Yisrael. I'm different, I'm separate, I'm doing my thing, I'm arguing on everybody else. When you make yourself a bala machloikas, when you argue with people, when you're involved in machloikas, your ois is, so to speak, being separated from the rest of the oisias, you have no bracha that can come down to this world. Says the Ma'orinayim, it's a terrible thing, because the sustenance that we survive on is based on the fact that we're together with Kalal Yisrael. The moment we lose that, it's over. It's a terrible thing for a person to do that. Whereas, if a person has a machloikas, the shem shamayim, so machloikas, the shem shamayim, is a whole different situation. Helen and Shammai were embracing each other. They wanted to be together with each other. They just had an argument, how you learn pshat in the Mishnah, or how you learn pshat in the Pasuk, or whatever it may be. They're not taking themselves out, and therefore that's the case. They're together with the oysters. That's why the bracha is still there. And that's why it's important to remember. The Noemini Melech brings down, the Heiliger of Melech and the Zhensk, brings down that there exists a world of its own known as Kol Yisrael. Individual Jews, he say, some, says the name in America, sometimes falls prey to Averis. But the, the entity of, of Kol Yisrael, right, the collective body of Kol Yisrael of the Yidden functioning as a unit is beyond the reach of an Avera. And therefore it provides a person the opportunity to get back. If you have a Machloikas, You've taken yourself out of Kol Yisrael. It's very hard to get back. And that's why it's important to remember. If ever you're in a situation where you know this could lead to a machlekes, stay far away. If ever there's a machlekes going on and you decide to get involved, who are you to put your head between two mountains? What are you doing? Don't get involved in machlekes. And if there's a machlekes, especially in Kol Yisrael, with Tzadikim, in Gedolim, of which we don't understand, and we never will. We cannot judge. We will never judge. We should never judge. Because these are Gedolim. And to speak badly about Gedolim, Rabbi says, is one of the worst things you could do on planet Earth. Don't get involved. Don't fan the flames of Machoikas. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Realize that Machoikas you get involved in, you could end up, it's not the Shem Shemaim, that's for sure. And if it's not the Shem Shemaim, you end up like Korach, and that's a terrible end. Even if it might not happen in a physical way. Rabbi Sai, realize that we're part of Klaustral as a unit. We don't understand Gedolim and their Machlekes. We don't understand when you have two Gedolim, one saying that, one saying that. What's the Pshat? What are they arguing? It's not for us. It's not for us to understand. It's not for us to get involved. And it's even not for us to give an opinion. Don't give opinions on things that you don't understand and things that are really beyond our reach. And it's a big tiber to give opinions. Oh, that side's good. Oh, look at that. I can't believe you did. No, no, no. Terrible. Terrible idea. You're getting involved in Machlekes. And anything that gets involved in Machlekes, anyone that gets involved in Machlekes, as the Mishnah tells us over here, Sofa Ein and Iskayim will eventually not be here anymore. It's not Kedai to be involved in Machlekes. That's what this Mishnah is telling us. Next Mishnah tomorrow.